Thank you for joining us for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Tim Hawks. He's the Managing Director of Unlimited Potential. He's a mental engineer and executive coach focusing on logical and practical solutions to challenging problems. He is based in the UK. I have Rabbi Yonason Goldson. He's the ethics ninja and the hitchhiking rabbi. He helps companies create cultural a culture of ethics, and he's a founder and co-founder of two interesting podcasts. I have Gary Fredericks. He is the CEO of OnPoint Partners, where they provide back office services for small businesses. The question I have for you today, a little bit tricky, I think. What's the difference between optimism and hope? I would say the difference between optimism and hope is the difference between John Lennon and Paul McCartney. <laughs> when Rolling Stone had their, they rated the top 100 songs ever. Number two was Imagine by John Lennon. I hate it. Mm. I don't hate the music. Beautiful music. I hate the sentimentality of it. Mm. It's it's completely detached from reality. I mean, you know, it sounds wonderful, but ah. how are we going to get there? We're not. It's not going to happen. Forget about it. Right? Optimism is related to the word optimum, right? That which is the highest achievable, the highest possible, or even the highest theoretical. But you know, that, that turns into irrational idealism. Mm. And it's often not healthy because if you're expecting something that is unattainable, you are setting yourselves up, yourself up for disappointment. Whereas my favorite song from Paul McCartney, one of my favorite songs of all time, is Let It Be, which is also a very hopeful, encouraging uh, type of song and message, but it's grounded in reality. Right? When all the broken-hearted people of the, the world will see, there will be an answer. Right? Uh, there's a chance that they will see. Right? It's a chance. Right? It's possible. We're, we're hopeful. We're looking in that direction. The etymology of hope is kind of interesting. They're not quite sure where it comes from. When it comes from, apparently, hop, hop to a place of refuge, right? to get oneself to a better situation. And of course, uh, the national anthem of Israel is, is hatikva, which is the word hope. Hmm. And in, in Hebrew, the word, the word actually means a direction, to have a course, to set on course with a sense of how I'm going to get there, where I want to get, hopeful that I will reach that point, but also prepared to deal with reality along the way. You, you completely belittled exactly what I was going to say, but mine is so much like lower level, but I'll give yeah. it a go anyway. So uh, it's a fascinating topic. I think you've opened absolutely amazingly. And I, but I agree. Uh, for me, I think optimism is a belief, isn't it, without evidence? It's a sense that uh, it, it's a non-vectored point, if you want an engineering point of view, whereas hope is vectored. For me, hope has a journey. So, you know, I hope I will be this. There, there's a sort of, it might not be a clear path, but there's a loose string that leads the end of your hope to where you are now. Whereas with optimism, there's no string, there's just nothingness. And, mm -hmm. and so therefore, as you say, optimism leads to a much higher opportunity of disappointment than hope does. I've had, in my business life, I've had people all the time ask me, you know, well, what are your goals? And my goals are always 100%. And that's optimism. I don't think I'm ever going to get there, but I'm not going to quit until I get to 100%. So I, I always say, you know, you, you plan for the worst and hope for the best, right? So you have a plan and, you know, you know, what I'm hoping for is that I can get to 
where I want to be, which is a reasonable place, not, you know, not an impossible place. So for me, yeah, hope is that hope is that uh, that place I can control. As I wonder whether it's a really good point there, Gary. I wonder whether hope is something you carry with you now that tells you you're going to get there. Whereas optimism is something that you carry in the future that you will may reach. For me, optimism is the general idea that this is going to turn out. It's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work, but I feel like hope can be a little more flippant and like you can say, well, I hope so. And you just kind of, oh, I'm not sure, but we'll see. I've got totally the opposite view of those two words. For me, hope is it will work out, but, there, but there's a string. As I say, there's an attachment between here and where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I haven't got, maybe, I don't know. Ooh. Um, <laughs> That's why you love these conversations. I, do, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I like that, uh, Tim, because, you know, it, it ties in with that idea of, of it, there being a line, a direction. One of the meanings of hope is trust, right? Yes. I, I hope this will happen means I'm trusting. And if there's if there's a basis for that trust, then it becomes a rational point of view. Right? If if I'm hoping, you know, probably many of us bought lottery tickets uh, a week or two ago when uh, you know we had a two billion a chance of, of winning two billion dollars, and and my wife already had the money spent. I wasn't I wasn't really seriously contemplating the chance we would win. It, it's kind of fun to sit around. I mean, what do you get for your two dollars of the lottery ticket? A one in three hundred million chance. You get, a, you get a, a day of dreaming. You can just dream about what I'll do, but you don't really expect it to happen. So there's not there's not really hope there. There's just a, a dream. Mm-hmm. But is that optimism? Yeah. It is. That, yeah. Well, is it? I mean, that would really be optimism to think I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah. For me, there's a piece in there about um, hope has value to me in that it gives me something right now in terms of my belief system, my values, that, that will allow me to achieve that hope. Or, or not. I think something Gary said that I thought was interesting was um, something I hope for, I don't necessarily need to achieve. I might die before I get there, but that's okay. Hmm. Now, is it the same for optimism? I'm, you know, I'm optimistic about, uh, it feels different to me that optimism doesn't have that sense of journey to it. It's just a slightly vacuous feeling. Optimism to me was always a feeling. To go back to the Beatles and to uh, John and Paul, I always thought John's music always gave me a headache because he was there. Something was wrong, and he was trying to fix it. Paul's music always made me smile, and I, that was the difference between the two. And I think as kids, they were you know able to write together and do really well. But as they grew older, they started to you know their their ideals started to split apart. Paul was writing music that was you know <laughs> everybody loved it and would sell a lot of records and stuff and. John was writing music that was pissing everybody off. So it's sort of... So have, have we directly and scientifically connected hope and optimism with life longevity? Here's the question I have, though. Is one, is hope or optimism more grounded in reality? I think optimism is more grounded in reality. But I do sp- think that hope springs eternal. Whatever that means. I don't know. <laughs> I think what uh, Tim, what you and I have been pr- pr- proposing is that there, there, that idea of a thread or a direction is the connection to reality. So mm. yes, uh, indeed, yeah. I would argue that hope is more grounded. You know, one of the conversations I just remembered um, in, a, in one of my podcast episodes, we talked about hope, and we we came up with the the argument that that if one is not hopeful, one really can't be ethical because you have to have a sense that 
things are going to work out, that life is moving in the right direction. A nihilist is somebody, nothing matters. Nothing makes a difference. So what difference does it make whether I do the right thing, whether I, I act the right way? I think we really need hope to guide us in being people who are uh, ethical, productive, contributing members of society. So what does it mean for hopes to be dashed then? Well, um, sometimes we are disappointed, aren't we? <laughs> but what do we do next? I feel like optimism allows me to have more give and take in the dashing of my hopes. If hopes are dashed, it's like, oh, all is lost. Whereas <laughs> optimism is like, oh, that didn't work out. Let me try something else. So for me, hopes are dashed is a fairly glib statement because for me, hope is eternal. I, I'll always have that hope. I'll always have it. Even if I don't, I don't know what it is, I hope I'll win that lottery and I don't. Oh, I hope I'll be all right next week. You know, I hope it just, it's like, it's like, um, you know, energy transfer. It never gets lost. It just transfers into something else. For me, the hope is always something that's just keeping me going. Even when the darkest times are there, there's a positive thread to follow that's going to get me to lighter times. So my hope, hopes aren't dashed. They're just changed. I think that's a good point, right? If hope springs eternal, as you said, Gary, then how could hopes ever be dashed? I think hope is a, it's it's tied in with confidence. I think if you have confidence in yourself, mm. you have hope. Mm. I so, think if you don't have so, confidence, you have optimism. That's, that's well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to tell you this. I started this conversation optimistic that it would be a good one, and I'm ending it hoping that it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I'll talk to y'all again real soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.